In the early autumn of the year 1838, business called me to the south of Ireland. The weather was delightful, the scenery and people were new to me, and, sending my luggage on by the mail-coach route in charge of a servant, I hired a serviceable nag at a posting-house, and, full of the curiosity of an explorer, I commenced a leisurely journey of five-and-twenty miles on horseback by sequestered crossroads to my place of destination. By bog and hill, by plain and ruined castle, and many a winding stream, my picturesque road led me. I had started late, and having made little more than half my journey, I was thinking of making a short halt at the next convenient place, and letting my horse have a rest and a feed, and making some provision also for the comforts of his rider. It was about four o'clock when the road, ascending a gradual steep, found a passage through a rocky gorge between the abrupt termination of a range of mountain to my left and a rocky hill that rose dark and sudden at my right. Below me lay a little thatched village under a long line of gigantic beech trees, through the boughs of which the lowly chimneys sent up their thin turf smoke. To my left, stretched away for miles, ascending the mountain range I have mentioned, a wild park through whose sward and ferns the rock broke, time-worn and lichen-stained. This park was studded with straggling wood, which thickened to something like a forest behind and beyond the little village I was approaching, clothing the irregular ascent of the hillsides with beautiful and, in some places, discoloured foliage. As you descend, the road winds slightly, with the grey park wall, built of loose stone and mantled here and there with ivy at its left, and crosses a shallow ford. And as I approached the village through breaks in the woodlands, I caught glimpses of the long front of an old ruined house placed among the trees about halfway up the picturesque mountainside. The solitude and melancholy of this ruin piqued my curiosity, and when I had reached the rude, thatched public house, with the sign of St. Columkill, with robes mitre and crozier displayed over its lintel, having seen to my horse, and made a good meal myself on a rasher and eggs, I began to think again of the wooded park and the ruinous house, and resolved on a ramble of half an hour among its sylvan solitudes. The name of the place, I found, was Donoran, and beside the gate a stile admitted to the grounds, through which— with a pensive enjoyment, I began to saunter towards the dilapidated mansion. A long, grass-grown road, with many turns and windings, led up to the old house under the shadow of the wood.